Welcome to Work is Good, a CSM podcast. My name is Lena Buto, and I host the show with my dad, Chris Buto, the owner and president at CSM. Today's episode is our mortgage conversation for the week. And in this one, we talk about a concept that I think everyone should be familiar with. We're talking about paying for discount points on your mortgage, whether you should do that and, and why or why not. And I think this concept is good to be familiar with because it's really pretty simple and straightforward to, to learn how it works, but it's not exactly intuitive in figuring out how to apply it. And so to help you out, um, you can learn it quickly and remember it. And then when you do come to the point where you are uh, ready to refinance or get your first mortgage or whatever, whatever it may be, then it's just a concept you'll already be familiar with and it's one less thing you'll have to learn and you'll be able to leverage your money better. So thanks for listening and enjoy today's episode. And a quick reminder that if you want to work with us here at CSM, go to clevelandstreet.com. Uh, we're going to get to mortgage question of the week. Yeah. And uh, this week we're going to ask about discount points. Yes. And what they are and when should I use, when should I buy points? Yeah. So, um, so points, you know, I- you know is, is kind of short form for extra fees you pay to buy the rate below what the lender's going rate is that day. So any given day, the lender has kind of what we sort of informally called the par rate. And that's the rate in which the lender says, here's the rate we have for you today. And of course, you're going to have to pay all your regular people involved in that transaction, your appraiser, your title, your escrow, for your credit report, any of those fees you're going to have to pay. But we're not going to charge you extra to get that rate. And let's say that today that rate is 6.75% on a 30-year mortgage with decent credit. You know, that rate is 6.75. Now, now, you may say, look, I'm willing to pay an extra one-time cost to get a permanent reduction in the interest rate. You know, and generally you're saying that because you believe that over time, paying that extra upfront fee is going to be more than ups- offset by the lower interest rate right. over time. And so that extra fee is calculated as a percentage of the loan amount. And so we just call that points. But it's not necessarily just you know one point two point. It can be a fraction of a point. But let's say you know if it's one point and it's a four hundred thousand dollar loan amount, that would be four thousand dollars extra, one time extra fee. And then let's say you bought the rate down by a quarter point. You know, so it'd be you know point two five percent interest rate. So you're going from six point seven five to six point five. Mm-hmm. And you just do the math. How much does that quarter point reduction in interest rate save me on a four hundred thousand dollar loan? Right. Over you know, so it's X dollars per year and I'm paying $4,000 to get that, so how long does it take before that lower interest rate more than covers this? Yeah. So that's the general concept of point paying points. Now there's also, in this market in particular, it becomes more relevant, people who are you know, struggling to qualify for the house that they set their sights on, let's say they started this process a year ago and now interest rates are higher and it's harder to qualify, Sometimes you'll pay points to buy the rate down, not because you necessarily think you're going to be in that loan long enough to break even, but that's because that's what it takes for you to qualify. Right. You were already kind of pushing up to the limit of what you could qualify for based upon the you know six and a quarter interest rates, and now they're 6.75. Right, and buying and that rate down reduces your monthly payment, which is what's used to, to qualify. qualify. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. And so people do that. When should you use points? You know, when, when is it, when is it you know, a good idea? Um, you know, in terms of the break-even analysis, you know, I always tell people generally, I'm, I'm generally, you know, don't recommend people pay points. 
in, in order to make the long-term yeah. play on the cost of money. And, and the reason for that is that you're betting a lot of money up front that you're going to be in that loan long enough for that to pay off. And, and lenders price points like car dealers price um, extended car warranties. You know, when you buy a car from a dealer, they're going to offer you an extended car warranty. And they're going to say, look, if you pay me $2,000, we'll extend your car warranty against all of these things that could happen, your transmission fails or whatever happens. And it's nice to have that security, yeah. you know, but you're paying a lot of money up front. And the dealer doesn't know if they're going to make money on you or not, but they do know they're going to make money on the averages. You know, they mm -hmm. know over a whole fleet of cars over many years yeah. what the average failure rate of different things are, what the average maintenance costs mm -hmm. are what the average repair costs are. Yeah. So they know and they price that accordingly. And so it's the same with lenders. They know the average life of a loan and they're pricing these things accordingly mm -hmm. so that they're going to make money when they're offering to for you know offering you the opportunity to pay extra money up front to buy that rate down. Yeah. And so generally you're betting against the averages and you're betting, you know, let's say in my example, four thousand dollars. Yeah, up front, mm -hmm. that you're going to be in that loan longer than the average life of a loan, because that's what it was generally calculated to cost you, is, right. is so that on average that lender's going to break even or make some money. And and then if you do beat the average, it's not like, oh, okay, I, I, I bet that 4000 and I hit the jackpot, so I just got past the break-even point, now I'm up $4,000. No, yeah. you, now, yeah. now you're up 100 bucks. Yeah. You bet that 4000 and you made it one month past the break-even point, now you're up 100 bucks. Yeah. And so it's not that you just make it past the break even and you did fine. You mm -hmm. didn't lose money in that case by doing that, but you really haven't made up for the amount you risked. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. So that's why I just generally so as recommend a, it. As an investment, a, a, you know, long term financial investment, generally not yeah, advisable, especially during high rates. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to add that because yeah. I forgot to mention that. And, and that's especially when rates are high, you yeah. know. One, and, and nobody knows the future. Nobody can guarantee that rates are going to come down in the future. But what we do know is rates are, you know, based upon the recent two decades, let's say, they're, they're pretty high relative to the last 20 years or so. Mm -hmm. And so we can generally expect that they'll come down. I think that's a reasonable expectation, a reasonable hope. No guarantee, mm -hmm. but there's a reasonable hope to do that. And so when rates are high and then you're paying points, you know, in order to buy that rate down, what happens often is within a year or say two years of you paying those $4,000, now rates have come back down again and you could have refinanced into an even lower rate or you do refinance yeah. into, into yeah, yeah. an even lower rate. And so you kind of wasted that $4,000 mm -hmm. to get a lower rate that you were going to end up refinancing under. Yeah, definitely But should I feel bad about paying for points if I if they do help me qualify, like you're talking about, if they're yeah. if they're a bad investment like that, should I be worried that I am paying points? Yeah, yeah, no, not at all, because you know that's a function of it's you know let's let's say that you know there's a house out there and you're willing to pay, let's say the house is five hundred thousand and you're willing to pay five hundred thousand, um, but you don't qualify, you know. You know, you, you don't qualify you know, for that house at 500000 but let's say that seller is willing to sell it, you know, let's say he's willing to sell it to you for four eighty, and 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 you just don't qualify at four eighty, but you can qualify at five hundred if the seller gives you $20,000 as a um, seller credit and you use that $20,000 to buy the rate down. Yeah. So and they net the same. Yeah, and, and in that case, you, you haven't really paid that money to get 
you know, to get the to you know to to get the lower interest rate. Right. You paid that money to qualify to get the to house. get the house that yeah. you wanted to get, and you were more than willing to pay that much for the house. It's just how you structured the financing. Right. You know, really is 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 sort of inconsequential to you. I mean, it's not totally inconsequential, sure. but it's not something where you're going to go, oh, whether this was a good decision or not is going to depend on what happens in the right, future. Right, right. No, it's, it's you what, got the house. I got the house, yeah. and that's what I needed to do to get the house, yeah. and I was more than willing to pay that price for the house, just right. like any other decision you make on a house. Am I willing to pay that price for the house? Yeah. So it really becomes a part of the purchase price of the house. Yeah. And the lower interest rate is great. Maybe it'll pay yeah. off over time. Yeah. And hopefully it won't. You know. Yeah. Hopefully you'll look back and go, well, that was kind of a waste from a financial standpoint because now my rate's going right. down. Now I'm refinancing to an even lower rate. Yeah. So happy me. Yeah. Know? Awesome. Thanks, Dan. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Work is Good. If you enjoyed it, share it with someone else, leave a review, and listen next week.